0: Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas. This is Bobcat Radio. Good morning, Bobcat fans, and happy Friday the 13th. Welcome to this Friday edition of Bobcat Radio. Joined alongside my producer, Bo Kelly, my co-host, Tyson Taylor, and Davin Meredith, I am your host, David Castaneda. Today is October 13th, as I just mentioned. Uh, Coming up for you, we got a lot to talk about. Some slumping Texas State teams, some promising Texas State teams, as well as an interview from a very special guest for real this time, guys. Uh, But before we do, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Sponsor.
1: Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located on northbound frontage road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks. Eats. Drinks. Scenic views.
0: Appreciate that, Davin. Let's get straight into it. Texas State volleyball split the series with Louisiana this weekend. One of the, the other teams that played Louisiana, we'll get into that later. Now they have a ten and seven record. Four of those losses have been in the last eight games. We talk about a kind of hot start for Texas State volleyball, featuring lo- or wins against you know teams like U of H. But I want to know what the keys to victory are against Southern Miss, who is seven and ten, the opposite record of Texas State. And do y'all think that they need a sweep to get their momentum, uh, from earlier in the season back?
2: I mean, well, first off, um, I just want to say you know it's good the Bobcats got that uh they split the set you know Louisiana you know it was a, it was a rough weekend we pretty much had a showcase between the Texas State Bobcats and Louisiana Raging Cajuns so uh if you didn't watch the football game we'll touch on that but you know I'm glad you know we got at least one win um against Louisiana Raging Cajuns and you know right now we're 500 conference play you know we're sitting fourth in the west division Louisiana is above us Southern Miss is below us and yeah I mean I agree with you um I think we definitely need to take it. Advantage if you know of playing at home, you know at a in my opinion the less talented team in Southern Miss um, You know cuz I mean the next series after that we're playing South Alabama the first team uh, in the West Division They're undefeated in conference play, so mm. they definitely need to get the momentum rolling and some confidence building up um, You know to take on you know where the best teams in the conference
1: Yeah, for sure and again, I've said it every week This team's pretty young and uh, they're still going through their growing pains honestly i at the beginning of the year i was there for that uh win against number 13 houston and then looked like they were on top of the world and you know sean hewitt you know said it was a good win but you know he was cautious and he was cautious for moments like these you know especially when you get into sunbelt conference play you know again it's a very competitive conference and again i'm like tyson and david said i'm glad they did split the series i think that'll Get them some some form of momentum, especially when you got to go and take care of business against Southern Miss, which is kind of a lackluster opponent. So you can get in at home against South Alabama and get things done and compete. So I still think there's promise for this volleyball team. Again, I always say it, KJ Johnson always helps. Samantha Wanch is there as well. And you got Sean Hewitt at the helm. So I think i got faith in them.
3: Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where, I mean, they've been on the road for quite a bit now. I can't personally remember the last time they played at home so definitely having um, a game at home in their own house with their own fans definitely adds to that thing I'm a huge audience person It, it the audience there and the fans and the interactions and that energy is always in my opinion what adds to and gives them kind of the momentum they need to win a uh, a game like this.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, even though you know we're dropping you know uh, games that uh, Bobcats maybe should have, I mean the, I mean. KJ Johnson, you know she's getting double doubles. Um, Samantha Wunsch getting double doubles. She had a career high in assists last game. She had twenty five assists. Ryan Torres had a career high and fifty with fifty seven assists. So I mean, uh, if I feel like if they can bring everything together and you know just start getting a little bit more consistent, um, you know, game in and game out, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be pretty good. You know, the rest of conference play.
0: Yeah. So, as you mentioned, Bo. Uh, I don't remember personally when their last home game was either. I know when the next one's going to be, and that's going to be today at Strahan at 6 p.m. Going to be interesting to see this Texas State volleyball team because, you know, as we mentioned, that they are a young team. But they can definitely get things back on track, as we saw from earlier in the season. A very uh, momentous team. So, again, versus Southern Miss tonight at 6 p.m. at Strahan. If you want to go check that game out. Let's move on to some Texas State soccer action. They're coming off a shocking 5-0 loss to a tough ULM team after dropping four goals on Coastal Carolina in San Marcos. And now they're set to face JMU in Virginia today at 6 p.m. as well. Um, And That will be an away game. So my question for y'all, I mean, should we be concerned after last week's performance? That game was on Sunday. I mean, how will this team handle back-to-back or back back to back tough weeks, sorry, I mean,
1: honestly, I don't know if it's if we have to worry mostly, but also just mainly worry about on the road. I mean, I think for the last one, two, three games, it's been their o. 0- two and one, so two losses and a tie. Uh, so I think they just got to get something together on the road, find them some momentum, and yeah. there's no better time, especially when you get to the back half of this season, than at Harrisonburg in Virginia against James Madison. I know it's going to be a rough loss to come off of, especially you know when it's coming down to it, but... You got to put something together here, especially and get things rolling at the end. Uh, You got one more home game against Old Dominion, and then you finish out your regular season at home against Southern Miss. Um, It's extremely surprising, especially looking at the score, since you have Caitlin Draper back out there at goal, but. Honestly, Teams Young coach Holman will find a way. Uh, I got faith in them still. I think it'll I think it'll all work
0: out. And real quick, something I forgot to mention is that JMU is undefeated in conference play. So, they have a they have a couple ties and a couple wins, but yet to have lost a game. And so Sorry, Tyson didn't didn't want to. Interrupt. No, yeah. Thank just wanted you for, to throw for, that out there. Thank
2: you for that stat. But um, you know something I've noticed this season with this Bobcat soccer team is, I mean, they tend to go on like streaks. You know, yeah. if, if they're cold, you know, they're playing cold. If they're hot, you know, they're playing really good soccer. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, they're on a six game win streak, three game shutout streak. So I mean, if they can just get back to that, I mean, you know, they, I feel like they're just having trouble right now finding the back of the net. You know, and I mean, they can get the ball in the back of the net, but I mean. You know, after you um, shut out Coastal Carolina, you know, it's tough to, you know, lose like that to ULM. You know, it's like taking a leap, a step forward and a leap back, you know. So, I mean, I feel like tonight... They got to be as aggressive as possible. They have to maintain possession of the ball for as long as possible. And Steve Holman talked about, you know, the ability to adapt. So, I mean, they're going to need to do that tonight, you know, uh, against this very good James Madison team. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and something they just got to get going. I talked to Coach Holman after their big uh, 4-0 win against Coastal. They just had two shots. Uh, with one in each half against ULM. So that's got to change. And he yeah. talked about them working on spreading the field, getting some passing lanes open, and finding those holes and taking that shot. So just more of those opportunities and connecting on those. And honestly, I think things will be all right for the Bobcats.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, last week we were we were talking about, you know, this team could potentially be winning conference, uh, the Sunbelt Conference, if they perform how they did against Coastal. But definitely something to rethink there. A couple tough weeks. Uh, real quick, let's touch over Texas State football. I know it's Friday. It's already been beat to death in the Monday and Wednesday BCR. They suffered their str- second loss of the season. Still yet to win a game against the Raging Cajuns, which is crazy. 0-11 all-time, Devin. You brought up that stat last week. Uh, seemed like the all-offense approach for Texas State finally ran out. You know, I, I, I didn't think that was going to last very long. The defense definitely needs to to step up a little at some point this season. But, I mean, to be honest, maybe not something to worry about. What do y'all think? Do y'all think the she, the, this team should be batting an eye towards this loss, or is this just another speed bump on the road?
2: I mean, it, I think if we came out, I think the score was 34-30. to 30, um, Louisiana won that game. I think, you know, if they would have just came out and, you know, rolled the Bobcats over, that would have been, you know, something to, you know, be skeptical about. But, I mean, we were leading pretty much the entire game. I think they mm-hmm. scored, with like, the final two or last minute of the game. So, I mean – we, we could have easily won that game. The Bobcats could have easily won that game. Um, you know, they just they were the better team in the second half, honestly, and I think that's where the Bobcats need to, um, you know, strengthen their suit. If they play harder in the second half than they do in the first half, I mean, they're going to be hard to stop because the second half, I feel, is where they're having most of their problems. I mean, Louisiana is one of the top teams in the conference, so, I mean, I don't think it's anything to stress over, and I think we're going to bounce back um, tomorrow to, uh, against the ULM. Yes. Yes. Yeah, ULM. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I think honestly, ULM's such a good program. I mean, I talked to their head coach over at the Sunbelt Belt Media Day over the summer. They're just a put together team. They're experienced. They know what it takes to win. And this Bobcat team is new. I mean, when we come against these hard opponents, and it's it, we're gonna be put to the test. I mean, granted, we do need the defense to step every now up now every now and then. Yeah. I mean, the offense put up uh, 530 total yards with 326 passing yards. So. You do that and you still lose the game. There's got to be some defense involved in there. I mean, it's the old saying, defense wins championships. But uh, when it comes to the question you asked, David, I think it is just kind of like a a bump in the road. I think the Bobcats will figure things out and get
0: things going tomorrow. All right, guys, that's all the time we have on this first segment real quick before we go to breaks. I want to touch on San Marcos High School. They will be playing Steel tonight at 7.30, I believe. And although that is an away game, we will be broadcasting that on KTSW. So be sure to tune in if you can. But we're going to take a short break here. When we come back, we got a very special interview. And, yeah, don't go anywhere, guys. You're listening to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. Welcome back to Bobcat Radio. I am your host David Castaneda, and while we have a little bit of time here, guys, I quickly touched on San Marcos High School football. Um, they have yet to win a game, so it's been very easy to keep up with their with their record to this point to this point of the season. Um, but that game will be aired tonight. Kind of want to glimpse over Texas State football a little more. You know, we talked about the. The f- I talked about this yesterday on the close to the wall episode fighting with fire approach I mean do y'all think that this is sustainable or you know Do you think we're gonna have to see the defense step up a little bit more?
3: Yeah, definitely I Um, I think that the defense is gonna have to step up. We have such an amazing Offense the bobcats as a team their offense is good. They got star players hanging out there doing their thing, but where it's starting to show where the cracks are in our armor is our defense, right? Yeah, the um looking at that game against uh Louisiana last week, it was, you know, putting up scores all throughout the game and then it was like that last couple of minutes in the fourth quarter, it just all started to fall apart. I mean, Louisiana got a turnover or an interception or something and then they were able to score and then we lost the ball again and then it just it just snowballed from there and so it was just one of those things where our defense needed to um you know kind of put in that work and you know really stay there to fight
0: (laughs) well okay sorry i i I don't mean to interrupt but I do want to say that I I follow TJ Finley on Instagram. and I saw he posted that he took pretty much all the responsibility for last week's loss. And he did have uh, like an interception earlier that game where I was kind of scratching my head at. This guy has been phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. You know, a lot of a lot of news sources rate him as one of the best quarterbacks in college football. But I did want to throw that out there. You know, we we better the defense a lot. But at the same time true leader of this team, you know, taking responsibility.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. Um I seen something on Instagram. It said we're ranked like one of the top fifteen offenses in the country. And yeah. I mean, you know, being at Texas State, I mean, that's something you don't really think you're gonna see, you know, mm-hmm. uh coming into a football season. But I mean, it's great. Um and Defensive wise, I mean, I think our you know, our front four, our D line is good, you know. Yeah. I think we leave the Sunbelt in like sacks and um, you know, quarterback hurries. But I mean the secondary, I mean, you know, when when they bounce it outside, they gotta come down and make plays, you know, letting up uh easy deep shots down the field. So I mean I mean I mean I'm satisfied, you know, the offense is clicking, but I mean, you can't can't always have everything, you know. Uh but I feel like the defense will get back into it. And um like I said, I mean Louisiana, Troy, and Texas State were all tied for first place in the West Division. So, I mean, the Sun Belt's not going to be an easy conference; it never will be. But you know, once we get the defense rolling, we'll, we'll be fine.
1: And like you said, Tyson, you know, linebackers, uh, guys up front on in the trenches, they're doing great stuff. Texas State is still ranked bottom third in total defense in the Sun Belt. They're they're right in front of ULM and Arkansas State, who are known not to you know, stop the ball from getting into the air and stop the ground game. So, honestly, uh, Texas State's got to figure some things out on defense. I mean, of course, like I said, we've got this crazy offense that's top 10 in the nation. They are still first in the Sun Belt, of course, in scoring offense and touchdowns scored. I mean, Mac Lef-Swich is uh he's the offensive coordinator for Texas State, and he's doing amazing things, especially when Finley's back there. So, things will come together eventually, and then, like I said earlier, it's just a kind of
2: like— up the road
1: for the Bobcats
2: and I mean, I know we talk about this every week, but Mahdi I mean yeah. ish Mahdi yeah. I mean last week I think he was playing with like a cast or something like he had his like wrist taped up like four or five times And our offense is just so much more dynamic when he's in a game I mean defense don't know if we're gonna throw deep balls if we're gonna run, you know, do play actions so, I mean, as long as, you know, Cole Wilson, Ashton Hawkins, Ishmadi, TJ Finley's back there, we're always yeah. going to have a shot in the game. It just matters if we're going to, you know, have a blowout win or not.
1: Uh, something I like they're doing a little bit here and there is this uh, new package they're doing with Malik Hornsby. They're just mm-hmm. throwing him oh, in, man, throwing him yeah. off a little yeah. bit. I, I just like that Especially personally. Especially when
0: they get, like, in the red zone. Oh, yeah, no,
1: yeah. And they know exactly what... What's coming and it always works, Mm -hmm. but I just I think that's really awesome especially for him, man
0: No, I I completely agree with that and and it's cool. I've noticed that too in in recent games Honestly since the beginning of the season Mm -hmm. They've been doing this Malik Hornsby as they get closer and closer to the to the to the red zone um, And it kind of throws teams off because you see him go in there and you automatically assume some sort of RPO or option Mm -hmm. but you know if you commit to that a little too hard he could also throw the ball over the top of the head. Yeah, yeah. You know, this guy played in the SEC. He knows what he's doing. Uh, Tyson, I'm I'm glad you brought up Madi. I mean, this guy is so fun to watch, he man. Here's a guy so who fun. can run it outside. He could he could be a receiving back if you need him to. Oh, and guess what? He could also return, man. This guy had a hundred <laughs> yard <laughs> yeah. return to start the game. First play of the game. Yeah, yeah, it was
3: that was a crazy crazy uh, play right there. Just yeah. after immediate after kickoff, just yeah. scored. Yeah,
0: that, that was that was incredible and. Yeah, Mahdi is, is one of the most entertaining players I've seen at Texas State in a while. But uh, go ahead, Claire.
2: But I think it's crazy. I mean, we have those big transfers. I mean, TJ Finley coming from LSU in Ar- uh, Arkansas, I believe. I don't, I'm not sure Auburn. where. Oh, Auburn. Uh, is it Malik Hornsby came from Arkansas? I Arkansas. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, Ish Ishmadi came from, I think it was Houston yeah. Christian University. I mean, yeah, that's great. Crazy. Find a diamond in the rough.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I forgot where I read it. There, Kenny was talking about him, and they're like, "Yeah, well, you know, we had eyes on him. Obviously, we had some big SEC guys come in, but man,
2: talk about <laughs> a
1: talk about a diamond in the rough. That's insane." And I, special things are coming his way, and I hope all the rewards, and I hope he gets uh, all the the attention that he definitely deserves.
0: Definitely, I think from what we've seen in the media and and you know how these players like portray themselves to us, at least this team deserves everything that they've gotten so far, and. Man, it's just going to be interesting to watch the rest of the season. I want to move on to the NFL and kind of touch on everybody's individual favorite team. It's kind of Uh. easy this week because we got me and Bo, Texans fans. Davin's a Saints fan. They're playing each other. Mm -hmm. But Tyson, commanders, right? I want Uh. to start with you, man. What (laughs) uh, What are you seeing against this matchup against the Falcons? As a Texans fan, I can tell you don't go in there sleeping because uh these guys they they, they got some defense Yeah,
2: yeah. and I mean, you know Eric being me he's been doing a good job Um, you know with the commander's offense. I mean Sam Howell has been stepping up huge Um, I mean he hasn't played like a pro bowl quarterback or anything But you know for his first year starting he's pretty much a rookie still Um, you know he's doing good things but I mean this Falcons team, you know, it's gonna to be tough to stop. Our defense has not been holding up. Bijan, Bijan has been looking like one of the top running backs in the league. Yeah. You know, only a rookie, but I mean, I don't know. The NFC East is just, it's so stacked. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys, I know they just got annihilated, but they're still a very good team. Eagles, very good team. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we're gonna see how it goes. I think we, uh, yeah, we have the Falcons. I mean, I think it's gonna be a close one, but hopefully we can pull pull that one out.
1: As for my Saints, uh, I everyone was dogging on the NFC South coming into this season. And man, has it turned into quite the opposite. Uh, Buccaneers, three and one. Falcons, three and two. Saints, three and two. Of course, the Panthers are back there. Bryce Young will figure it out at some point. But... This is a competitive conference, and the quarterback play is a lot higher level than people gave it credit for. Derek Carr is doing good things. They're winning games. They're having a pretty solid offense now that Kamara's back as well. Um, Mm. Slant boy Michael Thomas is doing his thing as well. (laughs) I love that man so much. Uh, Beat the Patriots the other week, uh, 34-0. I mean, we had a spill against the Buccaneers at home, but... Honestly, and I will say that game against the Packers where we blew that 18-point lead, that was pretty rough to watch. But again, new system, Coach Dennis Allen's gonna figure it out, and I think the Saints will have a chance at least to win the NFC South. I think the Buccaneers are the main competition for sure.
0: You like Derek Carr?
1: I do like Derek Carr. For mm. as of now, as of now, I love my boy Jameis too. You know, if he hops in there too, I'm not, I'm not scared.
0: Get some well, Ws. Okay, so what do you? What is your predictions for this week against the Texans? My predictions, honestly,
1: dude, Stroud's pretty solid. He's, <laughs> He's uh, killing it. He is killing it. Uh, honestly, I think it's going to be a close one. My prediction's going to be Saints 30, Texans 24. You're well in bed on that?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on FanDuel and just like... I got you, I got you. I'm not scared, I'm not scared. (laughs)
0: Man, I think the Texans, you know, trying not to be biased here, but the Texans' defense has been way better than we expected it to be. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that they have two wins up to this point of the season is because of their defense. Uh, Sorry, not the only reason. Obviously, C.J. Stroud has been doing his thing. Last week, I don't know if you all saw, but most passes attempted without an interception. he beat Dak's record. Dak Prescott, yeah, and I remember that because I was only like – Man, I guess I was like five, six years ago now. But
2: Hold on, hold on. Speaking about Dak, um, you know, what, what do y'all think his um, future is in Dallas right now? Um, I
0: think we should be talking about Trey Lance's future. Uh, is out. he next man up? <laughs> yeah, is he next I think man? so. I, I, heard, uh, I heard them chanting for Trey Lance. I, yeah,
2: I yeah, heard that too. So
0: I, I mean, that's a good question. I uh, I don't know, man. It, it's tough because I think he's still got some years in his contract. So as for, for like a manager perspective you know you don't want to just pull him out despite what the fans are saying you pay this guy money and you want to see him go out there and make a difference i mean hey when he's on he's on but when it's off
1: it's off watching my father yell at the tv you know back in the 90s (laughs) i'm
0: like oh man you know but hey when he's on my dad's cheering for him dude i feel like being the quarterback of the dallas cowboys it's like being president of the United oh, yeah. States. <laughs> it's like you, you got like your, your highs rest. are the highs. Your yeah. lows are the lowest of lows. Exactly, man. Like I feel like I honestly feel like that could impact the trajectory of a quarterback's career. You know, yeah. like if you really want to see if a quarterback's about it,
2: be- go play in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, go play in
0: Dallas. Exactly, especially for consecutive. Th- or throw an interception in Dallas. See if <laughs> yeah. see uh you know see how you hold. I, I
2: remember Dak saying he wasn't gonna throw like ten interceptions this year. Before <laughs> I, I saw I, I, that. he already has He's five. i like. Pasted, like.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw it. Uh, throwing Cooper rush, man.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Cooper Dude, did not play
0: bad last they year. He did not. I mean, they were undefeated with him, oh, All right? Farther. Weren't
1: they? It was solid. Yeah, I think we're like five and one or
0: something. Yeah. Uh, well, um. We'll just have to see about that. It's going to be interesting to watch Dak Prescott or Trey Lance here in the future. Um, Real quick, I want to touch on the MLB now that the division series are all wrapped up and we're set to get into the championship series. Only four teams remain in this World Series run. Got the Astros versus the Rangers in the AL and then the Phillies versus the Diamondbacks. Davin, man, we were talking about it before the show. I didn't think. I, I thought I was looking at you like you're crazy last week, but here we are. The D-backs are four games away from being in the World Series.
1: There's a there's a method to the madness. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is I'll say it once again, and maybe if I'm on BCR next Friday uh, or whenever uh, World Series comes together, I'm saying Astros Diamondbacks World Series. Okay, is that is that that, mm-hmm. that is my prediction? You've mm-hmm. heard it here. I will continue saying it and reminding <laughs> everyone. The Diamondbacks are for real, all right? You know, they got their stuff together. We'll see what happens. I'm a Rangers fan. I I think um, being new to the playoffs, and especially this uh, the bright lights are going to get to them a little bit, I think the Astros are uh, know what they're doing, and I think they're going to get there. And when they get there, they're going to see the Diamondbacks.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, I was watching Astros' game the other day, and I was just impressed over and over and over again, just because, I mean... It's the Astros. I mean, it's this is like what their seventh consecutive yep. time yes, in sir. the champions. Like it's they're they've just consistently been getting better and better each year.
0: Last and, time, sorry, last yeah. time they weren't, and then in the yeah. ALCS, I don't. None of us had a license yet. Yeah, just so throw that out there. <laughs> uh, none of us could legally <laughs> operate a, yeah. a car. I. I
3: I've learned how to drive with the Astros, apparently, so <laughs> um, I definitely think that going into it, Diamondbacks definitely have a uh, a chance to get there. However, how wild would it be to see an All-Texas World Series? Just you think you think that would be a possibility? Or? Well, no,
0: it, it can't be possible because mm. it's only it's on the one side of the bracket that the Texas teams ah, are playing. Fair enough. Yeah, fair but, enough.
2: Fair um, enough. But uh, I'm—I mean, I'm excited. I don't remember the last time the Astros and Rangers met together in the uh, ALCS. But I mean, I'm excited. This is a Lone Star showdown. I think it's great for the state of Texas, even though you know it might split the state in half. It might split our radio station. <laughs> Dude, it in half. definitely but, will. We got. Yeah, it's like, good, it's gonna be a crazy series. Uh, and I'm, I'm rolling with Davin. I mean, I'm rolling with the D Bags. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, you know Bryce Harper. You know he's he's hitting dingers, but I mean the D Bags. I'm rolling. With. I got D D and Astros in the World Series too. Damn. Copycat. <laughs> everybody wants to hop
0: on the Davin train now. Until, until it doesn't happen you don't, hop on your
2: parlays <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah man well I mean uh, as an Astros fan I gotta say I've kept it humble to this point and it's worked so I'm gonna keep it humble again let's just be real guys like it's the Astros they've done it they've proven everybody wrong so many years in a row Let's not overthink it. It's going to be the Astros in the World Series for sure. They got everything. Most importantly, they got the experience. I don't think the Rangers do, aside from a couple players. But, man, guys, that's going to start this Sunday, so... It's going to be it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm going to be excited to talk about it. Um, unfortunately, that's all the time we have today. I think Bo wants to talk to us about the weather. Yeah, real quick before we go. Definitely
3: weather. Um, it's looking like it's going to be a little bit warmer going into this weekend. Uh, today, a high of 90 with a low going into tonight of 61. It's going to be a little cloudy out today and then a little uh, clear going into tonight. But tomorrow for Texas State football. It looks like it's going to be a very nice day out with a high of 60 or a high of 83, not 63, my bad, um and a low of 56 going into that night. Mm. And then Sunday high of uh 80 78 and a low of 51. It's going to be sunny all weekend. It's going to be a great great weekend for some football and for some, you know, baseball and all of that. It's going to be beautiful. So
0: Guys, plenty of football coming up this weekend. Don't forget to tune in tonight for the San Marcos High School football game. Maybe a win coming this week. We'll see. And then Texas State football tomorrow night. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this Friday edition of Bobcat Radio. I am your host, David Castaneda. joined alongside Devin Meredith, Tyson Taylor, my wonderful producer, Bo Kelly. Everybody, have a great Friday.